0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. Closing in on that uh, that 100th episode. Can you believe it? Ooh. It's going to be the usual stuff something from the week when it was recorded. And then it's games, movies, and TV. And uh, yeah, anything else that pops into the old tiny little mind. Uh, if you're checking us out on YouTube, do click the subscribe button if you've already clicked it. Get a friend or a family member to do the same. It's a big help. If you prefer the audio experience, that's fine. But uh, do subscribe on either SoundCloud, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. <coughs> Right, I presume this is working. I've had some technical issues podcasting recently. Some lack of microphone, as well as uh, lack of audio. That was a fun one. Not today, by all those things, so I probably don't need to be talking about it now. Sorry, that's very impressional. A big slurpy drink. I'm waiting for my coffee to cool down. So, a glass of water for this guy. So, a little taste of things to come. Um, few things on the list, but quick subjects uh, for the week. Um, and then just a few pieces of enstatement. So, this is where I would do the thing where I go. It's probably going to be a quick one. And then it'll be like an hour and a half. You know how it goes um, so I was going to give you a, a an update on the uh on the anger management um so new thing um as as uh, as a, in an attempt to combat the um the 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 anger um now what I've what I've started doing is uh if I'm like something if something happens and then I'm like oh what the what the fuck you know that kind of thing when I stop going fuck it I then go why why did we feel it necessary to get angry at that I actually say that out loud um, so there's like I think I've added a step I've added a step of accountability for the uh for the anger maybe um, so now it's like uh, go from 70 to 100 if anybody remembers what that what was actually referring to. Um, so. Get angry. But then. Ask myself why. And was it necessary. Um, like actually out loud. Like you know. Like, uh, like talking to myself. And then. And that makes me feel silly. And I don't mean the talking to myself. I've been doing that for years. What I mean is. Like. Calling myself on my own bullshit. Makes me feel silly. So then I'm like. Probably didn't need to do that. Probably was unnecessary. Um, And then I kind of walk. You know. I I walk away from it. Because I feel silly then. So. Obviously the goal. Would be to get to the point of. Not being angry at silly things. Um, Example. Literally five minutes ago, I moved the mixer from one side of the room to the other. And in the process of doing it, caught the USB plug. As I have done a million times before, and knocked it off the cable. So I was like, oh, for... And I think I didn't get all the way through the profanities before. I was like, oh, whatever. So maybe that's like like an improvement maybe Um, I don't know in my head it seems like it's uh, an improvement like I say the goal is obviously to get to a point where I'm not doing that especially for silly little things you know everybody gets angry and everybody has that right but does it necessarily need to be for everything so there you go just thought I'd give you a little update Uh, it's that thing stuff like that kind of amuses me Um, but yeah there we go so I need to get some I need to get some opinions difficult to get an opinion when you're basically talking to yourself but I'm not talking to myself I'm talking to you guys so erm um, there's a sort of uh, hard to explain it a kind of situation where I'm looking at getting some uh, some work done um, in the house so certain types of work need certain types of people so this required a guy you know that situation where you got to get a guy. So uh, arranged for said guy. Now let me let me just you know give you an extra little something for this. The guy is called Dave. So you know we're we're taking we're taking a lot of guy boxes here. Needed a guy to come and do a thing. Look at a thing to do a thing to do a quote for a thing. That kind of situation. So, uh So, land's like... Uh, Dave's coming. Right. Okay. Uh, Dave's coming on Tuesday. Okay. I'll be there. I'll be available to, s- to speak to Dave. What time's Dave coming? Dave's coming at four. Okay. I'll be available... For four. Now, in those situations, I mean, I would, I would say, four o'clock was late in the day, and I would also say that somebody that you know travels around and, and goes to see people and talks to people about things could potentially get um, bogged down and waylaid. But to give this guy his dues, pretty much four o'clock on the nose, he turned up. However, two minutes before he arrived, um, I, was in, I was in the bedroom, and all of a sudden I was like, what's that noise? I was like, what the hell's that noise? A bit more noise going on, and I'm like, I mean, if I didn't know better, I would say that was the engine of a high-powered machine. Um so I went and I looked out the window and I was like I shouted down the stairs, I was like, I think you guy's are here um because uh, a bright yellow Mustang has just pulled onto the drive. Now here's my question. Let's say you're a you're a guy, you're a you're, you know, you're the guy. You gotta go do some work, you're the guy. But, let's say you're quite successful at your job, and you have the kind of money that affords uh, a Mustang. Um, you know, the kind of money that, that I car like that, costs a fiver just to start it. Um, do you go to people's houses in said Mustang? Or would you have like you know something else? Yeah, you know, I, I was, I, I, I have given this a lot of thought. I and I and I have asked a lot of people. <laughs> so, so we're kind of at the end of the thought process in this one. Um. But yeah, I'm. I'm like, wouldn't well, you get yourself like a Mustang and, like. I don't, I don't know like a like a normal car <sighs> it it I, I'm not saying it's kept me awake but and what sort of message does that send when you turn up at someone's house in a mustang because essentially the house that you're turning up, the job you're t- gonna do the, the, the you know all of that stuff is paying for that car. So uh, you're kind of saying to that, that person or those people, "Hey, here's what your money. <laughs> here's what your money bought, here's what you're paying for." But then on the flip side, on the other end of the scale, if you've got the money to buy a Mustang, then surely it is your right, your absolute right. To drive said Mustang whenever and wherever you want. So why not? Good on it I, I, Honestly, if I looked at my bank balance and I was like, yeah, that's Mustang money right there, I'd buy a Mustang. Good. But then am I going to leave it on the drive and go dri- driving around in like a Ford Fiesta day in, day out? By the sound of it, there, was, there is a lot of driving in in this guy's job. Would you not want to do it in style, if if driving is part of your job? So, yeah, I've put I've put quite a lot of thought into this. Um, yeah, some some might say too much thought. Uh, some might say not enough. Uh, I need to... So... I've I've started buying something. Um, and the other day I bought... Uh, I bought... A, a, I bought a few things. And then I was like... I don't know if this might be a problem. So I'm trying to work out if I've got a book... Buying... Addiction. Um, and I am fully aware that in life there are probably worse things than buying books. I think I've, I think I've spoken about this recently. Um, you know, when I spent like four quid and got 12 or 16 books or something. Um, so here's how it goes. Here's, here's the process. The process goes like this. I get an email... From Amazon, usually. And it says... Uh, Do you want a load of books for 99p a book? Yes. Immediately. So I've always had this thing. Um, if I think I'm getting a bargain... I will spend more money on said bargain... Than if I wasn't getting a bargain. So if I... I used to say that they used to stock shelves in supermarkets... When they knew I was coming, because they just used to put those le- like yellow, you know, by by three for two, um, two for one fifty, you know, those sort of stickers. I, I think they used to have a camera outside, and they'd see me coming, and they'd run and put all those out. because they knew that they'd make an absolute fortune. Because at the moment I see that sticker, I, I almost don't care what it is. The moment. My brain engages in. You get in a bargain here. That's it. We're off to the races. So. So yeah. Anytime I think I get in a bargain. I go crazy. I go nuts. Often. get emails from Amazon. Oh do you want, uh, do you want some Kindle books for a pound? Yeah okay I'll have a look. So this has been happening a lot recently and I have bought a lot of books recently but I've read a lot of books recently I mean I've read like I read three books in the last week I was having a conversation the other day and I said the phrase in one of the books I'm currently reading and I thought it sounded a bit Pretentious isn't the right word, but I can't think what the right word is. Obnoxious? That might be the word. Um, And I was like, oh shit, that sounded really, you know, let's say it's obnoxious. That sounded really obnoxious. And then I ran through in my head how many books I was currently reading. And it was four. And it was only four because it would have been five, but I finished one the day before. So I was like, I mean, the statement in itself is true. So, I've bought a lot of books recently. I've also read a lot of books recently. So, getting back to the point. Do you want a load of books for a pound? Yeah, I'll just have a look. So there was a point in time where I had a load of tabs open on the, on the on the internet. One of them was like books specifically picked for you. One was like um, like sci-fi and fantasy. One was like bestsellers. One them, and they're all cheap. So cheap is my kryptonite. So then, I was like, okay, let's not go crazy. Last time we went a little crazy, you know, we spent a whole £4 pounds and got a shed ton of books. Um, let's not go crazy. Let's set a limit. <laughs> let's set a limit. So, I'm like, okay, 99p. £5. Pounds. Let's set a limit of £5. £5. So I did that. I was like, "I'm going. I'm not going to spend more than five pounds on books." So that was that. Then I was like, "Oh, that book. That, that looks interesting. That sounds interesting. That sounds like." It. So I then ended, I had I had a load of other tabs of potential books that I could have bought open. Um, I had two books that were part of a series, um, and then. You couldn't have had a more random selection of books, I had all these tabs. There. So then I started reading what each of them was about. I was like, "Oh, that's good. That's good. I like the sound of that. That sounds good. I'll get that." So this was the this, there was this, these two book, two books in the series by an author that I've read books of other books in another series from. I was like, "Well, I like that author, so I should probably get both of those." So that's two pounds. Uh, then there was another one that I was reading and I was like, oh I like the sound of that that sounds quite interesting. Oh yeah, yeah okay that sounds interesting. I might get that. And then there were these other two books. So I was um in an and there was this bestseller and I was like oh you yeah, know try and stick within the five pounds stick to the five pounds I think I might have gone over, I think I might have spent six pounds. But here was the thing. I looked at the books I bought. At one point in time I just had to click the button. I was like, just click the button and be done with it. Stop stop fretting over it. So I've got like these these two books in this series from this author that I that I like. Let's slide them to one side. I think I think we can accept those. There was a book about it seemed to say that it was about a hitman but then it wasn't it was a a murder mystery set in a hotel um, uh, and some there was like a suitcase of money I was like yeah that sounds like it could be interesting I think it might even Russian Um, so I was like okay I think that's acceptable that's the kind of book I would read Uh, it sounded interesting uh, a lot of good reviews Slide that over to, to this pile of acceptable books. There was another one that was a, a bestseller. And there was all these great uh, great comments about this book being a bestseller. So I was like, sounds like it sounds interesting. Uh, it was about a perfect world. Uh, but then, uh, it was like the woman that's made made a perfect world a child doesn't fit into that world or something, although I do think that might be. might have been a Netflix series that I was looking at the other day maybe they're the same now I think about it anyway, I was like yeah they're fine, I can slide those over so that leaves us with two books one was uh, I think it was something like Meal Prep for Kings A book about how uh, the the two authors of the book had lost a combined 15 stone. And they were going to tell me how to go about meal prepping and losing weight. So there was that. I think we can, you know, we can let that one slide. Let's put that over in the pile the last one might be the point where i went hmm so the final book in the list was a beginner's guide to psychology so that was around about the point in time where i was like i might have a problem now i'm not going to go into it in depth or at length or any of that but what sounds initially like a bit of a random book. Um, there There is a high chance that I will read that book. Um, for a variety of different reasons. But it was also the point where I was like. I think I might have a problem with buying books. So what's that? Is that six books? Sounds like six books. You add that to the was it 12 books I bought minus the X number that I've read in the last week or so a couple of weeks I'm sure it's fine I'm sure there's absolutely not but the reason I wrote it down was can it, can it be classed as a no it's not an addiction but can it be classed as like a a problem Buying too many books. They're Kindle books. So it's not even like I have to, you know, find the space for them. But yeah. Amazing how uh, how life changes from what I would have been buying X amount of time ago to what I'm buying nowadays. Crazy. Uh, i got two things here. I'm going to flip them round. Um one of them is a bigger thing than, than the other. I need to know. If somebody can drop me a line on this one. Um, and just give me some kind of. Pointers. Or guidance. Or something. I've, I've, I've fallen on a predicament. Um, I'm not going to use any names in this scenario um a because i don't think it's necessarily about that and b if you i imagine if you think hard enough you might be able to work out who who this person is so the way i do my uh, my social media following is generally this i'll be sitting and watching uh, a tv show or a film and I'm like. Do you know there? I quite like that person. I think they're quite good. I think they're quite good in this. And I saw them in that other thing. And they were quite good in that. I wonder if they're on. Social media. Insert social media. You know Instagram. Twitter. I don't really feel like you can follow people that much on Facebook. So I'll go to. Um, one of the, the social medias I'll do some kind of search for said person find if they've got a thing and like I say, if I like them I'll generally follow them no skin off my teeth <clears throat> so, a few months back I uh, I was watching something somebody in it and I was like, do you know something I quite like that person uh, I think they're quite good in this and I watched a film with them in recently and um, they were in a film I another film I enjoyed and I've seen them in something else do um, you know what I'm going to see if they're on social media I did that, they were click, press, whatever on the follow I am now one of your loyal followers and that was that fire and forget every now and then this person pops up they say a thing. It's in the feed. And that's that. Next thing. I start seeing this person's name appearing a lot. On uh, on a particular social media platform. And. A lot of people are showing a lot of support. You know calling out to other people. Support this person. Yay. It's like. Cool, you know, maybe you're just highlighting how good this person is in this particular role, said naive me. A little bit further down the line, maybe it was a few days, maybe it was a week, maybe it was a bit more, this particular person ended up in the news. Now, I think we all know that there's generally... You know, a couple of ways you end up in the news. One of them's good and one of them's bad. You're either in the news because you did something good or you're in the news because you did something bad. And this person was in the news because they'd done something that wasn't particularly deemed overly great. That's put it mildly, I would say. And then the, the proverbial shit hit the fan. since then um, various things have come out the to the person in question, it's been highlighted that they've said a variety of things and then ultimately they have ended up losing their job because of the fact that they have a series of strong opinions since then uh, obviously it's, it's gung-ho with the old uh, um You know, abuse from one side, support from the other side. This person has kind of stood their ground and has kind of gone all guns a-blazing on their beliefs. Here's my question. If I like that person's if I like that the, the character that person has played if I like other things this person has been in but I don't agree with their stance on things their, their personal beliefs do I unfollow them? The reason I say this is because I'm not just talking about this particular person. There is somebody else I have on social media. And I, I've never been able to work out quite what their stance is. They seem to be quite political. And one minute I'm very much like... Oh man, I think that this person could be one of those people. And then the next minute I'm like... Oh, maybe not. Maybe they're not that kind of person. I have never really been able to work it out, but I've always had that feeling of if it turns out that this person, you know, it leans a particular way, do I then have to unfollow them even though I think that they're a good actor or 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 person or you know famous person? So what's the etiquette? Should I be unfollowing certain people? I, I, the whole thing just makes me feel a bit weird, because I keep going. Oh, I'm I'm going to have to unfollow this person. They're 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 promoting stuff that I that I don't agree with. Um, and every time I go to press the button, I'm like, oh, but I did like them. <laughs> I did like them in that film. All that TV series so I don't really know what I'm supposed to do I, I and the re- the reason I pre- is I do I do genuinely feel like I want somebody to kind of almost like sit me down uh, and explain it to me like it feels like another one of those things where I don't feel like I have the correct level of intelligence to deal with this. So I kind of feel like I want to sit down with somebody who can explain it to me so that I can then make a more informed decision. I don't know if it's like a head versus heart scenario. Um, so yeah, if somebody if somebody's prepared to uh, sit down and, and explain this to me or drop me a line on this one I'm more than happy to listen. So, um, weekend just gone, there was a birthday, love a birthday, um, ah oh man, uh, as I'm sure it's, it, it's a fairly common knowledge at this point in time, um, uh, my my three children um my three children and their differences um in certain scenarios my eldest reminds me of me so much it's it's terrifying um i always remember my mother making making that kind of just you wait until you have children and you have to deal with this kind of thing. And obviously as a child being like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And now that's all I can hear when I look back and think, oh man, I should have probably done something about that. Um. So yeah, my, my entertaining children. Uh, my eldest, who is very much like me in a lot of ways. Uh, my middle daughter, who... Um, finds her own uh, little ways of of dealing with things and coping with things and uh, being a part of things Um, (laughs) and the baby who's not a baby but you know she she is the baby i suppose Um, so as a as a as a veteran veteran, um, as a parent who's had more than a couple of years, more than a few years, uh, uh, in the role of said parent, um, I want to impart some information. This is um, this is a thing that I've I've cultivated over a good few years now, and I'm ready to share this gem with you. And by you, I mean person who at this point in time is potentially thinking of having children take all of your money every penny that you would spend on said child from the age of birth to three years old now what i mean by that is um if Christmas comes before their third birthday sort of situation, you know, if they're like two and a half and it's Christmas. Um that might you know, that's a muddy waters sort of thing. But save save every penny that you would spend up to the age of three, put it in a high interest account, leave it there, until they're like 18 and then decide how you're going to deal with that money. On birthdays, take a crisp, clean, new £10 note to a shop of some description. And spend every penny of it on a variety of different balloons. Bring them home Inflate said balloons and provide those as as your gift to said child. Spending money on children before they before they're like three years old is a waste. Birthdays, Christmas, it doesn't mean a thing. You're better off getting a load of balloons like you know those ones that you can like put. Um, I think you put like rice in them, and then they've got like a thing, so you can like punch them, and they make noise. Just buy a load of them. Because the other thing is... That other people buy... For your children. So you get like... Um, aunties and uncles and... and um, people like that. Buy something. Friends. Buy something. Grandparent. Buy something. Um, all sorts of people... Buy things. And... You just end up with all of this stuff. And, and a child up to the age of three doesn't, doesn't care. Doesn't, doesn't know how to process the information. So it doesn't really have any relevance. Do you know what they do understand? They understand two things. One, cardboard boxes are cool. Two, balloons are cool. Get yourself a a decent hardware and cardboard box. Fill it with balloons. You're you're an absolute hero to the common man. So there. That's my... You can take that to the bank piece of advice. For any new or or to-be, parents-to-be or anything like that... Do not spend a penny... On said child. Until the age of three. Trust me in this one. You will not regret it. And. By the time they're three. You're going to have a big chunk of change. Sitting in the bank. Because you know. Interest and stuff like that. So uh, there is my advice. To you. Dear listeners. Right. Let's talk some uh, let's talk some entertainment news. Now then, I think I might at this point be well. I'll certainly be a week behind on American Gods. Um, it's one of those I had to sacrifice something, and that sacrifice was American Gods. Not because I don't intend to watch it. I absolutely do. It's just been a busy week. And this weekend it ain't going to get any quieter, i tell you that. I'll tell you what. Um, and you'll see why I had to uh, I had to let something go this week. it's been a busy one. So, let's talk the big one. The big guy. <sighs> yeah, we're talking Schneider Cup, people. Um, Zack Schneider's Justice League. I honestly didn't know where to start with this. That's not true. I was going to just start with the review of the film, but then I was like, "Well, maybe I should do a bit of background." And then I was like, "At this point in time, anybody who's going to be interested probably knows the background." So, the way I uh, I have a tend, uh, you know, I tend to review things is. Kind of like pros and cons. Um, Here's everything that's good about it. Here's everything that's bad about it. You decide. Um, Sometimes my opinions are quite strong. In the this was absolute dog shit. Kind of region. And also. Goes either way too. If I really like something. I'll try and. You know. Get that across. So. I'm going to flip it this time let's talk about everything that's 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 wrong with the schneider cut um so hands down in the i would say in the last 20 years hands down the worst looking film i've seen in the last 20 years it has the worst cg it it could be ever I, I i think it could be ever there's a film called cradle of fear there is a scene in cradle of fear where they wanted to make it look like a character uh, was driving a, a soft top car with the with the roof down and was nearly involved in an accident and they swerved between like uh, cars across uh, like a crossroads the way they did this was they used a cardboard cutout of the car and just sort of like Moved it on the screen. It's hilarious. I have never seen anything like it before. And I've never seen anything like it since. It's so amazingly bad. It, it just stands out above anything else. That was until the the, the bit with Jesse Eisenberg in the Schneider Cup at the beginning of the film. I have never seen anything look that bad, <sighs> and it doesn't stop there. It it looks awful. Um, I really, really wish the you know the, the guys who do like the Marvel CG um, could have had a crack at it to make it look just just even marginally better. It looks awful. It's one of the worst looking films ever. So there's that. Um, I can see why Ray Fisher... Um, ...has been so... ...insistent that this version of the film gets released. Because basically... Uh, ...Ray Fisher plays Cyborg... And, uh, ...and Zack Schneider's Justice League... ...the Schneider Cut... ...is basically Cyborg the movie... Which is completely baffling to me. Why anybody would make that decision is beyond me. You know, Cyborg isn't a main Justice League character. Um, you know, he he graduates from being a Teen Titan, um, but <laughs> when you've when you've got access to Superman Batman Wonder Woman the flash even Aquaman you're like i know we've got all of these all of these guys but here's an idea cyborg let's make it let's make it all about cyborg shall we it's weird because it feels largely like things like feels like batman's not even in it it's, it's it's really weird. Um, you know. Obviously, you've got the stuff with uh, Superman, and you know, even though even if you have seen the Whedon version, I'm not going to spoil anything there because um, it is different. <sighs> what else? There are, there, are, there are a series of things that I don't like. Unfortunately, to talk about them uh, would, uh, would, would fall into spoiler territory. And I'm not here to ruin anyone's day. Um, we might just have to move on to the good stuff. Now, I think what a lot of people would be expecting at this point in time, you know, before all the reviews started coming out, would be for me to be like, there isn't any good stuff. Um, that, is, that is very far from the truth. So, let me just drain this coffee so I can really get stuck in. I saw a headline that said, um, the Whedon version is dead. Long live the Schneider Cup. I agree. Yes, it's four hours long. Do I think it needs to be four hours long? I honestly can't tell you. It took me seven attempts to watch all four hours. started on Thursday. I finished it uh, yesterday, which would be Sunday. So it took me four days and seven attempts to watch it. Hey, what can I say? I'm a busy man. Um, does it need to be four hours. Probably. Uh, yeah, it's four hours because there was a, a lot of story to tell. Um, things there are, there are things I like about it. Um, people get a bit more of a backstory. Uh, yes, admittedly, a lot of that centers around Cyborg. Um, whereas in comparison, you know, you've got, like, them just basically saying that Bruce Wayne's been Batman for 20 years. Um, which, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff about people crying out for more Batfleck. Um, if I'm honest, I kind of came right, you know, I I kind of seen why. By the, by the end of uh of this version of the Justice League. I was kinda I was kind of okay with uh Ben Affleck's Batman. That feels weird because I think I've been quite critical of it. Um Aquaman gets more of a backstory which ties into the Aquaman film. Does it explain why that film is so bad? No. Um Wonder Woman I saw a review that said that the 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 person that suffers the most is Wonder Woman um that's i' agree with that she um she doesn't really have um much more of a role and she does just generally give like a bit like a narrative to certain aspects like explaining. About Dark side and stuff. Um, there is uh, a scene. That is from. It was in the Whedon version. Um, but it's been. Uh, kind of extended. And, and plumped out. In this version. Um, it was very 50-50. There were aspects of it. That I really didn't like. Uh, but then there were other aspects. That really show sort of wonder woman's strength um, which i'm not sure always comes across quite right Um, so there's that one character that really really benefits from this version is the flash um I, i can safely say I, I really like everything, pretty much everything that they've done with the Flash in this version. Um, they gave, they've given him a lot more of his powers. Um, Flash has a variety of powers that that certainly didn't come through in the Weedon version, and very rarely come through anyway. But it's not, it's not just the Flash. The Flash run fast. That's not his only power. He has a variety of other abilities. Yes, they're all centered around speed, um, but there's um, there's a section towards the back end that's quite flash heavy with uh, with like flash powers, and that bit was really well done. It was really good. Um, the flash absolutely has benefited from this version. Um, other than like say cyborg. Few. There was a few cyborgy type things where I was like, I mean, let's face it, you're just trying to do Iron Man there, um, and and that's not that's not what we're here for. We're not here for Iron Man. Um. So you know, there's that. Um. So this is where we're going to have to skirt spoiler territory, but I don't think this is as well, obviously. Uh, Superman is in it. Um, So, you know, we know this from the Weedon version, we know this from the trailers, we know about uh, particular suits, and I'll leave that there. (sighs) There's been talk since release of these these sequels that were planned, Uh, the cliffhanger ending, the sequels that were planned, the sequels that will never be ...and going on to talk about what those sequels would look like... ...and what they, uh, what the idea of the story would be... ...and so on and so forth. And they centre around a particular version... ...of Superman. Uh, and I feel because these sequels were maybe or, you know, maybe not planned... ...as far back as filming the first one... ...that there is a suggestion of this version of Superman... In this cut of the film. Um, It's not something I agree with. And it's not something that I've ever agreed with. Um, It's never a version of the story that I like. Um, So to see signs of it. I was like. uh, Can we not? So it's things like that. Uh, Again. A character that got a real upgrade was um, one of the bad guys, Steppenwolf. Um, I, I would say better in in every single way in this version. Um, the even going like to the like the armor he wears, um, his motives are different, and are I I think I th- I think I can say that I think they're better motives. Um, and things like that. So, do I think it should have been four hours? Yeah, I mean, it, there was a couple of points where I was like, uh, I already feel like maybe you didn't need this bit. But if I'd have if I'd have cut that film myself, I'd have probably cut, you know, five minutes out, ten minutes out, or something. That in itself would then lean towards. Presumably, that means it should be four hours long. So there we go. You know, nobody grumbled too much when Marvel films started all being three hours long. But what will I do about going to the toilet? If you can't hold your hold your bladder for three hours, you might have an issue. Um. <clears throat> so there. I think at this point in time, I probably wouldn't um, wouldn't go back to the Whedon version. Um, I was one of the few people that actually enjoyed that film. Uh, it took me a couple of, of attempts of at watching it to to get more enjoyment from it. Um, but I think I, I you know, I was one of the few people that actually liked it. Um, however it's that thing in a world where a better version exists why why would you go back I say that knowing that there will be a point in time further down the line where I will go back just as a comparison um, I've already said uh, I was talking about uh, the the Snyder Cut today saying um, I think I'll watch it again I think I'll watch it again fairly soon could even be as soon as this week um, my my aim would be to try and do it in certainly not seven attempts. Um, you know, maybe doing it in, in two goes, trying and do sort of two two hours and ideally do those two two hour slots together. you know have like a 10 or 15 minute break in the middle and just you know power through. Uh, what I will say is at no point did I feel it was a chore to watch. I didn't. It didn't take me seven attempts to watch it because it, I I felt it was dragging and it was really difficult to watch. <coughs> it took me seven attempts to watch because you know I can't sit down and watch a four-hour film um, with my uh, with my busy lifestyle. So there you go. I enjoyed it, uh, and and that's that basically. Uh, I've seen that it's. Pretty much getting solid reviews across across the board, um, which I feel very—I feel like it's very much a. Well, there we go. That's that's that. That's the proof there that it was it was worth all of this. <coughs> <coughs> so there you go. Let's talk uh, VR. Um. I've been talking about playing that uh, that giant mech game, that um, Archangel. Played a bit more. Um, yeah, it's just it's just giant mech game at this point in time. Enjoyable. I worked out how to get the health canisters. Um, it, it's very much a game of catch. You have to you have to really line up. And then uh, then pluck it out of the air. But yes, I finally managed to work out how to get the health canisters. It's a game changer. Um, I've also just been pumping all of the upgrade points into like, health and shields uh, to give me a, more, of, more of a fighting chance. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. It's an enjoyable thing. Uh, I said it last week. Uh, I'm going to say it again. One thing that game does really well... Is it makes you feel... It's immersive. It makes you feel like you're in um, a, a giant robot. Basically. So that's uh, so that's that. Um, the reason that I, so I'm sort of skipping through that is... Um, not in a negative way, but it was just more of the same. And I've played something else going through the list of games that i got as part of the vr bundle that i bought so I was like, i'm sure there's stuff here that i haven't played you know get an idea of stuff uh, i looked up one of the games on the list and i read this thing that said uh, or i think i watched like a review video for it and the review featured these words it's basically like dead space in vr and I went, I'm sorry, what? So the whole time I'm playing Archangel, giant mech game, I'm like, I kinda wanna give that game a go. So I did like I did a couple of missions on the on Archangel and then I was like, I can't I can't hold out anymore, I need to know. So I've started playing a game called A-Tech Cybernetic. Uh, I watched the review. The review was kind of up and down. But it was reviewed on the um, PlayStation VR. And. How do I say this politely. For want of a better way of putting it. I'm not sure how highly I would class. PlayStation VR in the world of VR. Um so when they said that they'd reviewed it on that I was like, mm, that doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence I'd rather see what it's like um, on the quest or the the rift through the quest or however you want to word it, Oculus Link so I gave it a go now, the review itself <laughs> A little bit more on the negative side of things. It talked like, you know, X number of things were good. Um, But then it was like, this isn't great, this isn't good, this looks weird, this does all of this sort of stuff. I was like, eh, the only way you actually get a review of something is to play it yourself. Which is what I did. Put it on, started playing it. Now, firstly, as part of the tutorial, it wanted me to do something. When I was trying to do said thing, it wouldn't work. Now whether that was because I was doing it wrong. Or because it was a bit glitchy. But I couldn't progress through the tr- through the tutorial. So in the end I was like. Screw this. I'm just going to start playing the game. I'm sure I'll work it out. Probably a little bit of an uh, uh, Overstatement that one. I, it took me ages to work out certain aspects of this game. Um, there's all this stuff to do with like picking up weapons and like, weapons in holsters and weapons in your hands and how to get from one weapon to the other all of this slowly over time I managed to work it out uh, and got into a position where I could start playing the game um, it's a lot of fun uh I can see the, the Dead Space comparison. Um, I can see a couple of the negative points that the review was talking about. But um, I'm happy to overlook those things because it's... it. <laughs> you know me, guys. At the end of the day, I like it when games are fun. <laughs> Sue me. Uh, and this game is fun. Something I will say, and... I think when games do this I'm a bit like this has to be me this can't be the game. I was going along and I was playing I was picking up weapons picking up ammo picking up weapons picking up ammo next thing I'm like ah, all of the weapons I've got I've got full ammo. Maybe I should start using some of these big guns I've got a machine gun I've got a shotgun I've got a handgun maybe I should start using the big boys you know the machine gun and stuff so you know shoot a guy pick up some ammo shoot a guy pick up some ammo constantly being told for ammo, I got to this bit where it was like, hey, you're in a room, you're being attacked non-stop. Enemies just spawn constantly. you have been attacked non-stop. Activate this thing. I was like, that's probably a good idea, so I can get the hell out of here. So I pressed the button, and it was like, okay, cool. You need to survive for three minutes like, right. Okay. It took me so many attempts at surviving these three minutes. Like at some points, I wasn't even hitting a minute. But as it went on, I started to get the groove. I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting it. I kind of get where we're going here. Heal when you need to heal. If you can, you know, free up the the health station. Run around and pick up as much ammo as you can find. Keep shooting. um, Try and kill the big, the big enemies, and all of this sort of stuff. So I managed to get it. So it was like three minutes. Your three minutes is up. The door opens. You run through the door. You press the button. You close the door. Boom. Go into the next section. And I'm like, what? What's going on here? I've got, like, three, at this point I time, like, three guns. A machine gun, a shotgun, and, and a handgun, a pistol, and no ammo. Like, the pistol's got, like, one clip in it. The shotgun's got, like, nine shotgun shells. I think the machine gun was empty. Like, okay, you know, maybe that's just a part of the game where it's like, you know, you're supposed to get low on ammo because you spend all this time walking around having too much ammo. Since that point of the game, I've not I've never been able to get the ammo above basically no ammo. I ah I picked up I picked up a clip for this gun, but now I've got three em- enemies to kill and now I've got no ammo. It's that it's been that since then. I'm like, gee man. Um, so it's it's flipped from uh, and it just keeps telling me I've I've got you know full ammo. To now, being like, it just keeps telling me I don't have any ammo. Um, It's fun. One thing I will say, it's not fun to play at night on your own when a cat decides to brush past your leg and you've reached a point in the game where enemies have started attacking you from behind. And we'll leave that one there. Um I So let's talk console games. Um and n- it's gonna come as no surprise to anybody that the console game that I've been playing is Cyberpunk. What might come as a surprise to some is that I finished Cyberpunk yesterday. My list actually says. Cyberpunk might be finished. In brackets again. And then after that in brackets it says. Finished. Yes ladies and gentlemen. I finished Cyberpunk. 2077. Um, As I said to Sam today. Do you know what happens. To a game. That is horribly broken. At the back end. It's so much more broken than it ever was. Because do you know what people who make broken games don't do? Fix the back end of it. Jeez. I think I had to reload. On pretty much every checkpoint at the back end of that game. Man it was. (sighs) Yeah, it was a full-blown nightmare. And then we going through a door that wasn't there. Going down a tunnel. Uh, for two kilometres in game. Then I was like, ah, I don't think this should, be where, this should be this way. I'm pretty sure there should have been a door there. So now I'm going to have to go back went all the way back, crashed through the door that was then there, which then initiated um, like a cut, not not a cutscene, but a bit that you're not playing, you're not interacting. (sighs) Sure, version is, uh, I'd I'd really like to play a version of Cyberpunk that isn't broken. Um, I I can't get that across enough, and I know that because I say it every week. Um here's the thing. I'm gonna play it again because that's that's who I am, and that's how I operate and i and I do hope that in playing it again um you know maybe it'll get a patch in that time uh maybe it'll get some sort of some sort of fix in that time. Maybe it'll be um, it'll be better playing it the second time around, having a bit more of an understanding of it as a game. It's certainly not a game that um, that tells you anything that's going on. Um, it's just a shame. At the end of the day, it's uh, it's a real shame because I do think that there was probably a good game in there somewhere um, and I, I do believe if it if it was fixed and it was working and it was up and running um, I think it would be a good game I think it would be uh, an enjoyable uh, game but when you're in in the midst of enjoying it and then you have to reload it and work out what the hell's broken and stuff like that it's just it just makes for a a, a not overly enjoyable experience Um It's, it's that thing that, you know, part of me feels like I want to try and give it a score. <clears throat> but I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know how. You know, would I say, oh, it's probably a six because it's so broken. But then do I give it a seven because when it's not broken, it's quite good. Do I give it a, an eight because when it's, you know, when you're in the thick of it, it's it's really quite good who knows Um, I don't think I'm qualified for this job if I'm honest there's a lot I would have taken out of it there's a lot that game doesn't need for example this huge sprawling city so underused that it's pointless you know they could have made it smaller and made it tighter um you know that kind of thing where you just keep going to the same places uh stuff like that um i did i did a secret mission uh the other day i was on the hunt for motorbikes so i looked something up on the internet and found this thing saying that there's a secret mission where your reward is a motorbike um so i did that that was that was kind of fun bit of a distraction um yeah, I mean, realistically, the back end of the game was me just finding stuff to do to kind of try and drag it out. Which, again, I don't feel is um, is the way a game should be played. Um, one thing that was hugely disappointing, and probably the most disappointing aspect, um, was how short it was um and the fact that it did it did leave you to kind of go about making your own fun uh I don't mean like dicking around I mean like there's a lot a lot of side missions in that game but you have to like go and you know go here and get this side mission and every every single one of them starts with a phone call and you can guarantee that the, the, the game glitches when you try and answer the phone so you just Stood staring at a brick wall for X amount. You know, it's that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I, I you know... One of the things that I did feel a bit... Meh about was the aspect of... Kind of feeling like I having to make my own fun. Um, honestly, I'd have been happy if it had given me just a list... Of all the available missions. I feel that would have been... A bit more focused. Um, but I imagine that probably... Probably takes away from the game. I am going to play it again. I'm probably going like to start it again quite soon. Possibly even when I finish this podcast. Um, I don't think I'll... I think what I'll do is probably start it. And then switch to something else. Uh, if I'm honest, I think that game will be... I'll end up going back to Valhalla. Um, I feel like I've had a sufficient break from that. And I do think that I've got... A couple of other things to play. um, To break that up if that gets... If that ends up getting monotonous again. Um, But, like I say, I do want to play through Cyberpunk again. I hope that they they start dropping some fixes for it. And... um, I do think starting it from the beginning with a better understanding of the game as a whole might make for a a more interesting playthrough and kind of play it a different way. So we'll see about that. So there we go. That is that. That's the podcast in a nutshell. Uh, Thank you very much for, for listening along with me. Joining me. If anybody can chime in on uh, on any of the points I've raised then uh, then yeah that would be cool uh, until next time I'm going to catch you guys later so there you go what do you think that another one done and as I was saying before Another one closer to the all-important 100th episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast. Can you believe it? If you are checking us out on YouTube and you're a subscriber, that's awesome. Uh, But if you could maybe just tell one person over the course of the next week to do the same, that'd be amazing. If you're getting us audio-wise... SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts, then do subscribe there because it's a big help to us and uh and the podcast. So yeah, there's that. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm gonna say bye and I'll see you then. Bye bye!